Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Pat Bradley standing by on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. A little makeup opportunity here from last week because Pat had some teeth missing pigskin. He's told us before he gave blood, sweat, tears, and now teeth for the Arkansas Razorback basketball program. And Pat, I for one want to commend you and thank you. Well, my friends, anything for the victory. It's all about the W. Yes, he's gone. Um, but that's okay because we're all missing something in life. And I'm here uh, to tell you there is redemption. And uh, you may have some gaps. Pigskin, you may have some gaps in your life. <laughs> I got but four gaps in my mouth where your doctor, he, we had the same doctor. Yeah. He took my wisdom teeth out. Well, you're still, he's, really, gonna, he's really good you're at still it. still pretty wise. I'd yeah. rather be missing teeth, Pat, than height and intelligence, which is where I'm stuck. So you got you got a pretty minor thing to overcome. I think you'll be just fine. So um, like we've been Rocky talking Balboa a little bit. Told, like Rocky told Adrian, I got gaps, you got gaps. Together, we can fill those gaps. There you go. He also said, uh, hey, what are you doing for the next 30 or 40 years? Uh, you know, you marry me out. I'm only no hair in the sink. Uh, he was making all kinds of promises. And he had a turtle for a pet. You got to like that. Hey, Pat, let me Cuff tell you something. Link. You know, you, Cuff and Link. Pat, you, that's right. That's right. Cuff and Link. You know all too well, Pat, you got enough Italian friends. If there's one thing Italians cannot promise, it's not leaving hair in the sink. Okay, we're leaving hair everywhere. That's how we roll. Hey. Auntie Rose, I couldn't believe it. She would never, as much as she tried to shave, she couldn't, I mean, Auntie Rose, how much hair did she leave in your sink, that Auntie Rose? She was something. Well, Auntie Rose, may she rest in peace. Yeah, it's my, my great aunt. She had a, oh, gosh, full mustache. I mean, pigskin. I mean, she would always, she would always <laughs> oh, grab my cheeks arse. and kiss me. And she would, I was like, oh, you're stubble. But I didn't say it because I didn't even know what stubble was then. I was a kid. Yeah, and I get mad at my dad because he's like, go over there and give her a kiss. I'm like, dad, it hurts. I got razor burn. <laughs> and Justin. Frank didn't care. It yes, was, sir. It's not the mustache. It, it's the beard that gets you. You know what I mean? It's That's not it. The, yeah. the, the stash stays away. It's the beard that gets you. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway, listen. You know me. I'm Saint half Italian. We just found we just found out my grandmother's uh, even uh, more Italian than Francois, which you can believe. Is that right? Of the great Tony, Tony Maresci. Yeah. We well, thought her, she was Italian by marriage only, huh? Well, yeah. If you look at pictures in Europe at that time, as you guys know the history of it, my great grandmother looked so like really North African. Um, in terms of like her co- skin color, hair color, her eyes, her facial structure, and um, so I think her family migrated up, you know, into France uh, through, through some of that venues. Anyway, have a good time. I'm so happy that you're doing that. It's a great time. I want to be there next year. What you're doing is awesome, mm-hmm. Boys and Girls Club. Obviously, you had great memories there growing up. Um, we didn't have one in Everett, but we had one in a couple in the surrounding cities that we would go and play basketball tournaments at. So the great thing you're doing, buddy, keep it up. Proud of you. If Pat wants to be around Italians, he'll just go down to Southie for a while. Well, he can go over to uh, hey, Gino Cavino's well, house and be fine. Hey, uh, oh, Pat, I don't know if you way, saw. Yes, go ahead. I, I just want to pat myself on the back since no one else is. I heard you guys talking about wide receivers, and I've been saying for years they're overvalued. 
Mm -hmm. I think Traylon Burke is valued correctly because I think he's more than just, I'm going to run and catch ball. He's strong, great hands, great feet. He's tough. He can fight through contact. He's got the whole package, so I think he's worth it. But the reason why, yeah, you see so many wide receivers being selected now is because of what you guys are talking to. I heard Wes talking about the... It, it, they cost too much. They overpaid mm-hmm. in their second mm-hmm. contract. Nobody wants to pay that. So they say, I can get a youngin or a free agent for hire, like a mercenary wide receiver for one year, instead of locking somebody up in unnecessarily for multiple years. Pat, I'm finishing up a book about the New York Yankees by Marty Appel, and that was their business model for about 60 years. Once somebody gets to the point where they really, really got to start paying them, they get rid of him, bring up a young dude from the farm system, or trade with Kansas City, and they just plug and play. And that's that's why, that's why they, with the exception of maybe you know a Garrig, a Ruth, a DiMaggio, a Mantle, they were not romantic about keeping these guys on. And a lot of them ended up leaving, and they brought young guys in to replace them. It's it's a part of business, like the Celtics. You look back at mm-hmm. it; they held on to. They talk about it all the time holding on. Mikhail and Paris and those guys too long, mm-hmm. um, which the history of that is a little bit, I don't know, a little bit more complex when you had the death of Len Bias and the death of Ricky Lewis. Those two guys mm-hmm. were going to re-energize the old heads. But, yes, you're absolutely correct. And one more shout-out, fellas, Everett, Massachusetts native, hard-hitting safety, Lewis Seen, last pick of the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, kid. Uh, he's a, went to Everett High School, Everett kid, so we're proud of him. Were you trying to put and, uh, one of the coaches around here on him years ago? Probably. Probably. I thought you thought you were talking about a kid from there. Hey, did you see the picture online, Pat, on uh, Twitter that I posted this morning of Traylon Burks' lady looking at him? i got to be honest. I'm 48 years old. I've never had a woman look at me the way this woman is looking at Traylon Burks. I mean, there is such a deep seated love there I, I don't even know what that feels like that must be an amazing thing to have a woman care for you the way that this woman clearly cares for Traylon Burks I mean this picture pigskin it says right. a million things I mean that's, that's that says a million words right I mean look at the way that she is looking at him that says you're a handsome man and now you have 15 million dollars yeah I mean yes. people made a lot about the money online I'm disappointed in people where's the where's the people who believe in love I got like 17 comments be like ah oh, she sees dollar signs you see no, that's a woman who's clearly in love. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a great uh, thing. I love that. I like to promote those kinds of things. Do, do you want me to shoot straight between the eyes? I guess. Okay, I know you're there. The Italian <laughs> fest should be renamed the Italian Love, Food, and Fun Festival because okay. there's something about putting food and wine together. It's just love. It's pure love. Mm-hmm. My deal is, as a cynical 45-year-old, I looked at everything. <laughs> when I was 22 like her, I looked at everything with big love in my eyes. Until I spent about 20 years in the real world. Real world. And uh, that's how you get cynical. That's how you get hard. That's how you, that's how, that's how you, you know what you do? You question love. <laughs> that's why everybody looked at that picture and said, there's no way she would. She is pure right now. She's pure. Um, but the world has a the world's got a wave of uh, kind of putting a little crust on everybody. So 
I think that's I, I like to say this. My my wife married me for my smoldering good looks, and look how that turned out for that poor woman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pat, Pat, what are they saying no in Boston ever... about that strange pick last night? See what it did. New England. Nobody liked strange. it, but you know, I'm glad he didn't pick a cornerback in the first round. Again, I think cornerbacks because they're attached to safeties. That's fine. You need a line. I, I like it because you need the number one thing um, asset you have is Matt Jones, and anything to protect number one protect him, which Tom Brady benefited from throughout his career. Some of the best offensive lines in football, and if yeah. you don't lock that up, then listen. I know it's a hit or miss, but I would rather miss on something like that than sure. a wide receiver or a cornerback. Um, Well, they talked about replacing. They they had a need. Here's what the the grade says. This is from uh, Pete Prisco, which I only read uh, Italian NFL analyst, Pat. They get get younger (laughs) and cheaper. He graded it a C, but it says this may be a little high for him, but it feels a need they get younger and cheaper. Did you see uh, the Rams? They were doing a press conference when the Patriots picked. And and, uh, McVay started laughing. I think he's drunk. They they were like, oh, my. They they took strange. Oh, we were wanting him. In the third round. <laughs> right. but like, oh, you know the, what dummies we are. We were going to take him in the third round. We thought the, we could take him in the third that, round. Wes, what that shows you is first, second, third round is, I don't care. Most of the time mm-hmm. you can spin those around and it's all it, it, it's similar in terms of talent. Yeah, because play. the NFL That's is right. very unique. It's very unique hey, you I know, mean, in position. Pat, we had an interesting stat yesterday. From I guess I got it from ESPN, but... 66% of the league right now are guys that were taken the fourth round or later or signed as free agents. Wow. Undrafted free wow. agents. That's amazing. It's, yeah, two-thirds of the league was not in the first three That's rounds. That's what Pat but just how, said. Yeah. So third round, he's still going to play. There's a lot so. of talented dudes. Yeah. Is there is there a, like, I would love to know or hear theories on that because, I mean, 66%, that's, that's to me, significant. Mm-hmm. That's 16% over just a 50-50 shot. Like, you're telling me one through three, is that less successful? That's strange. How is that possible? One of the theories think? I read, Pat, was uh, this had to do with the LSU Tigers. They uh, had a bad run, and the Chiefs were a part of this run of drafting LSU Tigers. They got paid. They were done. Yeah. That was more money than they'd ever seen in their life or would ever see. And, and, they, got their, and they, they played their contract out, and then they were done. They didn't stick in the league because they didn't want to. Almost like the Felix, nothing against Felix. I understood what he did. Felix said, look, I'm a running back. I want to be able to wake up when I'm 34 and walk around. He signed his contract. He got done. He was out of the league at an early age. Some of these young, these first-rounders, they get their money. That's yeah. it. They, they've got enough money. They're not going to yeah, complain and grind yeah. where these seventh, eighth, free agents, six-rounders, they got to get that second, third contract, and they stick around. Pat West was go. West was jumping up and down about um, Jamison Williams, the Lions drafting up to get him. Here are the receivers the Lions have drafted in the first round since <laughs> I've been in high school: Mark Nichols, David Lewis, uh, Herman Moore. You know, Herman was okay. Yeah. Johnny Morton. Okay. okay. He played in the league a long time. Not a long time. Okay. A, a little bit. Okay. This gets a lot better, though. Then you got um, Eric Ebron. Okay. Roy Williams. Charles Rogers. Mike Williams. None of these guys could play dead. 
And they're all first round. You're leaving out Calvin Johnson, though. They got Megatron. Okay, they got one guy, and uh, I just Reg- gave one. you a dozen guys. Reggie Swinton has some good years there. Reggie Swinton was better than those first-round picks they had. <laughs> that's that, true. That's right. There's your point. What's your theory, uh, Wizard? Um, there's more play. It's math-based. There's more players taken four through seven and undrafted than there is one through three. Yeah, but that's, I mean, there's more to it Now, you wouldn't that. I mean, think guys... it would be 66%, but I can understand if no. it was like 55. Well, sure. Yeah. I just gave you eight Lions yeah. first-round picks that were out of the league in three years. Yeah, you didn't they go for the second round. Of the league. You're exaggerating picks, yeah. That's what he does. Second, you did, what, you, what about the second-rounders that stink? Oh, and the I'm third gonna, rounders I'm going to dig this up for you, Mr. Do. Mr. Doubting okay. Thomas. Pat, before they we let you go. three years. Before we let you go, uh, Celtics, yep. Bucks. We are really excited about this. And Wes just found out yesterday that the Bucks are green because he's colorblind. I said, man, there's going to be a lot of green in this series. He said, they're green? I thought they were brown. No, they are. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be, I mean, Pat, look, I know you, you're kind of torn a little bit, right? you got the Celtics, but you got Bobby P on the other side. This is going to be a great series for basketball fans, no? It is. Yes. The, the only uh, problem is Chris Middleton for the Bucks is out injury. I don't know if right. he's going to be out the entire series. That is huge, huge, huge. I hate it because they're not at full strength. However, if, if Bobby Portis is listening, Bobby, I'm going to text you to see if I can get a ticket Sunday's game. Um, if you don't want to text me back, that's okay. I still love you, but uh, Pat, I'm as sure I'm as sure as the fact that I have hair on my back that Bobby Portis ain't listening to this show. But buddy, what if I if I get a chance to get the word to him, I'll pass it along. All righty. Let him know. I said hello. I love you guys. Thanks, River City Flooring. Thanks, you. Italian. Hey, everybody. Love, luck, and food festival. We love uh, we love Pat. We love River City Flooring, too. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. They do a lot more than just flooring. Don't sleep on the other home improvement things they can offer you. And Pat Bradley will be in town. He ain't going to make the Italian festival, but he will be at Buzzbecue next Saturday, one week from Saturday. So, Get ready, my friends. Get ready to see Pat Bradley. He'll be doing an autograph session. We're going to have a ton of fun, and he may get into a couple other things next week, including being in the studio with us. So there you go. All right, PB, we appreciate you. Have a good weekend. Later, boys. Appreciate you. See you, buddy.